And good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. Good morning. It is Thursday, the 21st day of July. Man, where's the month gone? Just kind of flying by. Good morning to you. Welcome to the ones that are watching on Facebook, YouTube. No, we're not on YouTube right now. Uh, We're on Rumble, though, and I encourage you to make an account and pass that along. Rumble is uh, is a platform that is not censored. You can say anything you want to, and they're not going to kick you off. Kick you off. Um, Instagram, we're on Instagram, and we're live on Twitter right now as well. So we'd like to say good morning to you. Glad to have you tuned in. I'm your host, John Fowler. Last night, we were with Pastor uh, Dr. James R. Wright, former uh, pastor, founder of the Maranatha Fellowship. He's been preaching a series, teaching a series on the Holy Spirit down in Barbersville at uh, Bethel Worship Center down in Barbersville. And man, I tell you what, God showed up last night and it was powerful. And I'm looking for another powerful night uh, tonight at the gathering, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. The gathering begins uh, and it's right off of the Flatwoods exit of I-79, exit 67. Go up on the hill, make a left, and you'll go in between Pilot and between Walmart, and you go to the top of the hill, and you'll see a, 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 um, a sign there, and you just turn left, and you'll drive a little ways, and then all of a sudden, you'll see the tent. And so that's tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Also, will be broadcast live on all the local networks. So we'd like to say that we're in prayer about that. Let me tell you something. I'm going to preach to you, teach to you today on the gossip train. And I was going to do this yesterday, but I have uh, we own a couple of daycares in Braxton County, and and uh, I had to go there early yesterday, so I didn't get to do a podcast. So here I are today, and we'll, by God's grace, be here tomorrow for Pastor Jay uh, from the Winfield campus. So, well, let's get started, Father. We just pray for help today, and I just pray that you lead us, guide us, and direct us. Father, in this podcast, I thank you for uh, just the platform that you've given us. And God, we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you thanks because it is in the name of Jesus that we ask you and we praise you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're talking about the gospel train today. And the reason why I was kind of late getting on the show this morning was this, because I remembered uh, this uh, particular um, video from Hee Haw. Watch this. She's the biggest liar in all of this creation. You know, I never figured she was two-faced. Cause if she was, she wouldn't be wearing that one. So my question is, I wonder how many of those girls go to church, because that seems like that's where the gossip train is, is when you go to church. That's where people catch up on all the latest and uh, and all the meanest, whatever's going on. 
uh, within the world today. That seems to be where it starts. And so when you look at the, the word gossip and how you define the word gossip, it's casual conversation or report about other people involving details that are not confirmed, keyword confirmed, as being true. Now, let me read that again. Casual conversation or report about other people involving details that are not confirmed as being true. So here's the question. If you're going to say something about somebody, make sure that it is true. Because that is important. It is important to know that if you're going to pray for somebody, find out the truth. Because if you don't know the truth, then it's gossip. There was, um, there was a pastor uh, in Gassaway uh, from the Methodist Church came down to see me one day. We were in an outreach uh, program. There, the church was full, and, and uh, he, he came in, and he said, Well, I just saw such and such down the street, and he said this about you. He said, I didn't expect you to be here. I said, You serious? I said, That guy said that? He said, Yeah. About me? He said, Yeah. <clears throat> so you know what I did? It was freezing cold that morning. I didn't even have a jacket on. And I walked about six blocks to his office. And I went, I went through the door and I looked at him and I said, I said, what in the world? And uh, he said, what? And I said, you just told such and such about me. And I said, and this is not true. Well, you know, he said it is Braxton County. I said, I don't care if it is Braxton County. And I said, you don't say things about people that are not true. And um, so I said a a few other things, trying to help educate the guy, uh, you know, because you can't help stupid. And that's just the way people are sometimes. And, and, uh, And then I turned around and walked out. So here's what I've learned about gossip. You have to confirm it. And uh, there, was a, um, there was a lady one time on Facebook that was slamming me about, uh, about a, something that had happened. So I called the person. I'm, I'm real good about addressing things where other people are gutless wonders and they don't address things. So I, I address things. And so, um, I called this person and I called her by name and I said, Hey, and I said, if you're going to talk about me on Facebook, put my name with it. And they got quiet on the other end of the uh, other end of the phone. And the person said, well, I can't do that. And I said, why? I said, you're talking about me. And I said, I could use the publicity. Mention the church's name. Mention my name. Make sure you put it all in there. She said, well, I can't do that. See, here's the key. Number one, if we can't confirm what is true or what is not true, then as Charles Roy, uh, our Sunday school teacher, used to say, you need to keep your big mouth shut. And then number two Many times people will gossip about one another, and the reason why they do that is to get uh, to, for them to feel uh, special, for them to feel 
um, like that they don't do anything wrong. And so people like to do that to basically stroke the flesh and and say, well, you know, if this person did that, then that person did this. Where I pastor in Braxton County is horrible. Oh, it's horrible with people uh, bashing one another, bashing the church, people within the church bashing the church. It's no wonder you can't see a move of God up there. Half the people probably don't even live right that go to church, but yet they gossip and they do that. And it's crazy. It is so crazy. And so when you look at a scripture, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 19, here's what it says. He that goeth about as a talebearer, revealing secrets, therefore meddling not with him that flattereth his own lips. So what happens many times is people are trying to flatter their, their own selves while, by talking about other people. Now, let me, uh, let me go over here and get, uh, get a different interpretation of this. Um, now, understand something that uh, you have the opportunity to shut down gossip by standing up for that person. But there again, you really don't have to stand up for the person, and I'll show you why. Okay, so let's look at, uh, this is uh, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 19. Whosoever goeth about slandering. That's a, that's a horrible word. Slandering reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with the simple babblers. Uh, the New Living Translation says, and a gossip goes around telling secrets, so don't hang around with chatter. But many times, if you have somebody that is... Um, that you know is, is not the truth. You know it's not. Walk away. And, and, and really educate that person. Show them the scripture. You say, well, I can't do that. Well, that's why the church is in a mess like it is, because the church doesn't tell people the way it is. The New Living Translation says this, a gossip betrays a confidence. So avoid anyone who talks too much. If it's not true... Don't say it. But can I tell you something? Even if it is true, maybe you need to not say it. Why? You know, because it's juicy. It's, it's gossip. The reason why is because people's lives are destroyed because of gossip. It's happened more times in, in my life up in Braxton County of people calling us a cult, people saying bad things about me uh, and, and this kind of thing. And it's just... I got to be honest with you. I'm sick of it to, to the point where I've actually told God that I know people that are that are saying bad things about me up there. I've asked God to shut them up. I literally have. I, told, I prayed that yesterday. I said, Lord, I just pray that you shut that person up because it's wasted. It's center folks, which a lot of them are in the church. They love this stuff. They love gossip, and when it's not true, they love it even more because people will literally slander you. And but you have to understand something that when you're being shot at, you're over the target. So you know, understand it's this is not about me. This is just about I'm just sharing stories about me. I'm sure people said bad stuff about you, but you know here here it is. 
You know, here's what the Word of God says over in 2 Corinthians chapter um, 12, verse 20. Listen to what it says here. And this is 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 20. Here's what it says. It says, For I fear lest when I came I shall not find you such as I would, even that I should find you as such that you're not, lest there be debates, envying, wrath, strife, backbitings, whisperings, swellings, timulates. Let's see, let's see what that one says. Uh, let me see here. Let me go to Second Corinthians. Let's look at this one. Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 20. 12 and 20. Okay. Here's what it says. This is the English, English Standard Bible. It says, For I fear that perhaps when I come I find you not as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish, that perhaps there may be quarreling, jealousy, anger, hostility, slander, there's that word slander again, along with gossip, consent and disorder. Conceit and disorder. The New Living Translation says, For I am afraid that when I come, I won't like what I find. This is, this literally could be Jesus talking about the church if he came back today. For I am, I am afraid that when I come, I won't like what I find, and you won't like my response. I am afraid that I will find quarreling, Jealousy, anger, self, selfishness, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorderly behavior. My God, this is the church. Isn't that horrible? That's why you don't see a move of God within the world today and within the church today is because the church is doing this stuff. <coughs> Somebody help me now. Hey, Denise, good morning to you. Hey, Jody from uh, Restoration Recovery, glad to have you tuned in. And um, that's what I do, Denise. I say, shut the mouths of the enemy, Father God. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, it's just the way people are. They love this. They stew on gossip. And it's like, what in the world? Never found it any worse in Braxton County, West Virginia. I don't see it around Putnam County or Canal County, like where I live. Nobody knows I even exist. But Braxton, it gets kind of bad. But, you know, I'm saying it all in general two for churches but i can tell you i've never been my character's never been so insulted uh since i started pastoring up there here's a key do not debate uh with some uh with someone talking bad about you you know you don't have to debate with them uh you don't even have to take up for yourself uh and and how do you know well when you read exodus fourteen fourteen, listen to what it says and here's what bothers me is the fact is that you have people that, you know, so-called Christians, boy, they eat this stuff up. 
Here's what, here's what Exodus 14, 14 says. It says, the Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. So if the Lord's fighting for you, here's the bad thing about it. It's when you have to tell God to shut that person up, and they're a so-called Christian. Tears me apart that people would literally do that. But you got to be careful, even on Facebook, that if you're going to talk about somebody, you might as well throw their name in there. You know, because I always hear this. Well, some people, or this, or that, or, you know, somebody slamming the neighbor, or this kind of thing. Go ahead and, and put some guts behind it. Put their name into it. But here's the problem, is people hide behind a phone. They hide behind their phone. They hide behind their iPad. They hide behind other people to get their agenda pushed out there. But they literally won't do it themselves. They won't address you for nothing because they decide that they're, like Pastor Wright says, they're a gutless wonder. They have no backbone. You look, you know, I, I go to people when I hear this. I hear stuff. I say, hey, did you say this? And then you get them him hauling around, you know, and it, it, it can quiet it down pretty good. But see, it takes people away from the mission of ministry. There's nothing more than what God wants to or Satan wants to do is to cause conflict within communities and to cause conflict within churches. It's horrible. And then what happens is if you get a church that's in conflict, with a, especially with another church, then people eat that up. They love it. And you just need to stay away from those things. You know, that's one thing about the gathering. You know, we've got several churches that um, are working together. You've got uh, Pastor Rodney England from Mid-State Church of God. You've got uh, Pastor Eric Veltry from Shiloh Fellowship there in Sutton, West Virginia. You've got uh, the Pulse Church that's involved. And, and our churches are working together for the common agreement of seeing souls saved. Now, when, when uh, Evangelist Scott Means first started and we, you know, started all working out, you know, and talking about this and, and this kind of thing and praying over this a year ago, over a year ago, there were more churches involved, literally more churches involved. And a lot of those churches have jumped ship. And I don't know why they've jumped ship. Because they were, on, they were involved the, at the beginning, but now you don't see them. You don't see any of their people. Well, actually, you don't see very many church people at all there. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just crazy. But the online, the online um, audience is powerful. I mean, like over 18,000 reached in a, in a matter of days. And so, but this, this tent meeting is for Braxton County. And so we're believing God that eventually Braxton County is going to come and support this tent meeting because it is very, very important for the furtherness of the kingdom of God. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, God is doing great things in Braxton County in many churches. There's been seven baptisms since the gathering has started. And so it's just amazing what God is doing. I'm not talking about seven people. I'm talking about seven different events that have taken place. And so um, 
I just want you to support it and be a, be a part of it because it's very important. And uh, so I will tell you this, God's on the move. God's doing things. The devil's mad. That's why people are gossiping. Now, here's something that I want to give you. I want to tell you this because this is important. And this, this shows your backbone. This will show you who you really are um, as a Christian. It's Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. Listen to this. Chapter 18, verse 15. This is if you have a problem with your brethren and even with your cistern. Uh, here's verse 15. It says, Moreover, if Jesus said these words, If thou, brother, shalt trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Don't gossip about it. Go to them. I do. I call people on the phone. Hey, did you say this or what's going on here? If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brethren. That means if you're able to work it out. That means if you're able to to resolve the so-called conflict. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he or she neglects to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglects to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and as a publican. And as a publican. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you, if ye two or three agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. So here's the key. If you've got a problem with somebody, why are you going over to somebody else? When you need to go to the source. Denise says this. She said, I stopped getting uh, your notification. Oh, she says, I thought it was the end. Uh, I thought it ended sometime back. No, no, it's still it's still going on. Yeah, it's still happening. It uh, they just uh, moved to Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the uh, on the the uh, gathering. So but when it comes to when it comes to a disagreement, work it out amongst yourself. Be mature about it. Don't go to other people and, and, and slam that person. Go to them and fix it. But let me tell you, a lot of people don't do that. And I'm trying to train people to help people to do that so that they can work it out. And so when you begin to work things out, then things get better. But Satan wants to, wants to sow dissension amongst the church, amongst people. But, but really, you have to understand something, as, um, as I finish up with you today. Ephesians chapter 6. Listen to what Ephesians chapter 6 says. Now, literally, I've got to the point in ministry, well, I've probably been this way a long time, because I've been doing this 33 years. I don't really care what you think about me. I don't. I have naysayers out there. I don't really care. What I, what I don't like is when people lie and they say things that, that are not true, you know. But I will tell you this. If you're going to talk about me on Facebook, at least put my name and the church's name with it so that we can get the publicity. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. What I have learned is that people that start with you may not finish with you. Here's what it says. It says, verse 12 of Ephesians chapter 6, For we wrestle not against flesh or blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're not dealing with people. We're dealing with spirits. Because here, we wrestle not against flesh or blood. So people are fighting it the wrong way. What people are doing is they're saying, okay, I'm going to start bashing this person. I'm going to not call them and work it out. They, they fight it in the flesh instead of working on it in the spirit. Work on it in the spirit, and then it manifests itself in the flesh. It's guaranteed that it happens. But let me tell you something. One thing that I always recommend, if you hear something, go to that person and say, here's what I heard, and here's who said it. I do that. It stops it. It's like, so you literally expose the person who said it? Yeah, if it's gossip, sure. Why not? Because it shuts it down and it keeps that person from doing it and teaches them a lesson. Well, I heard this about such and such. Well, then you go to such and such and say, such and such said this about you. You say, well, I can't do that. Then as Charles Roy said, keep your big mouth shut. It works every time. Absolutely. And I'm in a good mood today. I really am. But I've just... I'm just over this within churches and Christians and people bashing one another and this kind of thing. We should be in the business of winning souls for Jesus. But we're so tied up with this, as Jay Mace would say, crap (laughs) of gossip. And uh, so I want to encourage you to do what I said, and I guarantee you it will fix a lot of things. Hey, if you're not where you need to be with Jesus— All you have to do is say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Where are you with him today? Are you where you need to be? And I want to pray uh, for you uh, if you need healed today. I pray, Father God, I pray healing, Father, on the ones that are listening and watching. And Father, I pray in Jesus' name for uh, those those people that are struggling in the areas of uh, their legs and, and their minds. And God, I pray in Jesus' name that you move on their behalf. Thank you, God, for moving at Bethel Worship Center last night in Barbersville and with Pastor Dr. James R. Wright and Kevin, Pastor Kevin. Lord, we just thank you for all the healings that you did. And God, we just pray for tonight uh, with the Awaken, uh, not Awaken, but the Gathering Jesus that you move in a mighty way. And God, we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you thanks because it is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't forget about the gathering tonight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. And uh, I'll be there tonight, and I'm excited about being a part of that. Hey, if you want to be a part of this ministry, you can do that by tithing and by giving. If you don't have a, a local church to tithe to, you can make us an, our internet church. The Pulse, uh, text the word, the Pulse this P-U-L-S-E, to 1304-244-3187. There's going to be some questions there that you have to ask and answer. Uh, then you go, Or you can also go to thepulsechurch.com, which is our website, gift through PayPal. You can also go to P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia. You can give through snail mail, so to speak. 
P.O. Box 141, Gasway, West Virginia, 26624. Hey, I pray you have a great day. Do me a favor before you, before we go off the air. Share this broadcast. Share it to all your gossip friends. Anybody that you know uh, that you love, send this to them. Get the word out, and then they can share it, and we can win souls for Jesus. Hey, see you tomorrow for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.